The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Cheaper holidays, mental health breaks, or simply the daily battle of getting the kids out the door, every parent has faced the question of whether they should or should not always send their children to school. And during the pandemic, when a lot of homeschooling was done uh, for good or for ill by parents, they might be wondering if it's very cold out there or wet or inconvenient. Maybe I'll just keep Johnny or Maura at home today. Well, the benefits of keeping your children out of school for things like cheaper holidays, would you do that? To discuss all of this, I'm joined by Tina Regan, uh, early years expert and co-host of the Zero Judgment Parenting Podcast. Honey, you're ruining our kid. Morning, <laughs> We're also joined by Paul Crone, Director of the National Association of Principals and Deputies. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Now, Paul, we'll go to you first just to see what the sanctions are. If a kid does not show up for school, what do you do as a principal? Well, I, I suppose, first of all, that we have compulsory schooling up to the age of 16. So every student should be in school every day. And we would be very much of the the opinion that... Um, unless there's a, an illness or a bereavement or, or other reason that students should be in school every, every day. So so schools will, I suppose, follow up with notes from parents. They'll follow up with phone calls to see if the child, why the child might be absent. Most parents will send a note in when the child returns to school. But if they miss 10 days, generally the school will send a letter home to the, the parent to in, in, inform them that there's a worrying trend in relation to the attendance. And when they reach 20 days in the school year, they will inform the Education Welfare Board, the Tusla Education Support Service and the Education okay. Welfare Okay, big question then. After 20 days of absence, whatever the reason might be, whether it's a, a holiday or a difficulty at home, what do Tusla do when you tell them? Uh, we've got a kid here who hasn't been in school for 20 days and it doesn't have to be necessarily, I suppose, be 20 consecutive days, but 20 no, unexplained days. What does Thusla do about that? Um, in, in general, I suppose that the number of students post-pandemic that are reaching the 20 days are, are higher than, I suppose, many ways the service can cope with. But, so, so they, what they, they do nothing? Do, no, they, that's not that's not that's not true. Well, what they would do is they would generally engage with the school and try and get the school to follow up with the parent and see if there is a legitimate reason. If the, the student might be a school refuser, the school might generally be aware if there were issues, health issues, illness issues, family bereavement, or whatever. And the the welfare officer would engage with the school and get the information from the school and say, which family do you think we need to prioritise to engage with okay. to ensure this child attends school? Uh, is there no such thing as a truancy officer, you know, uh, stalking the streets, looking for the kids under the no. canal bridge, smoking? <laughs> no, um, th- that's the education welfare officer. And there's a, a, a much different, um, I suppose, regime at the moment. And, and I mean, it is... It, it, it is th- incumbent on parents to send their children to school and to work collaboratively with the education welfare officer and with the school to ensure uh, full yeah. attendance. But the education welfare officer is the de facto truancy officer. Okay, and there are no fines as there are in the UK, for example, for parents who don't deliver their kids to school? No, but there could potentially be um, court appearances or they're, they're, uh, under the law the students must attend school. So I, I do know of a number of cases that have ended up in front of the court. Some of them have ended up in a high profile. Um, a, a lot of them, it, it, it's the, the, I suppose the thought or the threat of that, that, that 
gets everybody working together and the student returns to school. And finally, that business of uh, taking time off uh, just to get a cheaper holiday, you know, maybe in June, the school doesn't close till July. uh, You take a couple of weeks in June, you finish early. Yeah, well, I'll be very clear that that students need to be in school all day, uh, every day that the school is open because we can't do our job if the student is not there. So that's not something we'd be endorsing. Yeah, but it does happen, doesn't it? Unfortunately, it does happen, and we would be urging parents to do what is the right thing for the education of their student, which is to send them to school every day that the school is open. By the way, you mentioned you have to go to school until you're 16. So if you get people in transition your fifth year and sixth year who don't bother to show and who go walk about, I mean, you're not a parent. Uh, what do you do about those? They just say, I'm not going, don't feel like it today. I think I'll go down to the arcade. Well, that, that can be a difficulty for, for parents, particularly as students are entitled to their own, be their own advocates. But schools will generally have their procedures for all students, not just for students under 16. So they will, will look for notes. They will work collaboratively with parents. Where the changes really, I suppose, is when student becomes over 18. Um, and it, it, it's like at that stage, you will hope that, that the student is doing it for their own reasons, that they're self-motivated and they see value in what the school is on offer and, and they will, they will want to, to, to come. Yeah, and as we know, some people go to grind schools which have a different atmosphere yes, entirely than the traditional do. classroom. Paul, that's yeah. very interesting. Uh, Paul Crone is Director of the National Association of Principals and Deputy Principals. Um, listening to all of that, Tina, um, what do you think the idea of... Uh, there are many reasons why kids might mm. not go to school. Sickness, OK, that's a given. Yeah. Um, well, hol- holidays? Holidays, um, as a, from a parenting point of view... If you were going to go take your child out of school for the holidays, I would always say leave it till the end of the year because you have to think about their socialisation at school. And if you take your kids out in September, that's really the worst time for them in terms of making friends, you know, finding their place. Uh, suddenly in. you're not in the clique. You're not. and Because you've missed the first two and weeks. those things are so important to kids. So are you really doing something that's actually fair on your child? I, but I we would, went to, to Chile and we went to... I know. And you can make it educational. And actually, now we're in a... Uh, an age where the teacher can actually assign them work that they can hand in if you have an agreement. I mean, uh, our child child went to school in England and I taught in that school as well. And there was very much an option. If you're going to take your child out of school, you could come to an agreement with the teacher where they would assign the child work to do while they were on holiday so they kept up with their schoolwork. But it still had to be authorised. Now, going to that uh, experience in England, I mean, one of the reasons they look at, particularly at underprivileged children yeah. and they go missing from school, one of the reasons they have fines is to make sure the kid comes into school so they get nutrition. I know, it's hard to get wrap your head around that sometimes, but there are so many children in England, unfortunately, who really need to go to school every day because there is such a poverty gap. And I went to this amazing school where they would invest most of their resources into having extra adults in the class so that those kids who didn't turn up there was always an adult who could actually call round to their house and okay. help them get to school. And also, um, you mentioned school refusers. I mean, that is a huge problem at the moment. And every single day we get an email from a parent into the podcast saying, I cannot get my child to actually go to school and they need help. And what age profile are we talking We're about? talking early, like all the way up to like um, first year in secondary school. And I think all of a sudden they realise, OK, I have to go to school. But in primary school, it's a massive problem. So, so the kids, having maybe stayed at home during the pandemic, yeah, and realised I can do a bit of reading here mm-hmm. I can yeah. you know 
I can get by. It's just, I think a lot of the rules went out the window. And I really feel like for some parents, what I'm seeing is there's a little bit of a mix up in this whole attitude towards gentle parenting. And I see a lot of parents who are trying their best not to parent the way they were parented. And they don't want to shout at their kids and they don't want to get angry. But it's actually okay to have rules and boundaries with your children. It's actually really important that your child knows what's expected. I mean, your kid is going to have those boundaries in school. There will be rules and regulations. Absolutely. So it's really important they have them at home too and going to school is actually one of your parenting duties so it's important you get them there and it's okay as a parent for your child to have a consequence if they don't listen to you and don't go to school. Mm. You're, it's okay to parent your child. A number of comments coming in. This one's very interesting. I'm teaching over 25 years in primary school. I'm increasingly in favour of parents taking their children out of school for holidays. Why? Family time is precious. Children do not see their parents enough on a relaxed basis. Not the constant, crazy social whirl of the weekend that many children seems to experience. Life is costly. Two parents working for a mortgage and childcare. Who is paying the real price? Yeah, it's hard to get the balance right. I mean, when we moved home, our child did a year in primary school here. And it was a real relief, actually, to be back here where, you know, attendance wasn't so scary. Missing a day of school, you weren't going to get in so much trouble. By the way, how much would you be fined if you're um, Up to £60. Pounds £60 a day. Pounds per day. And I remember my aunt passed away and that was uh, that was not an authorised absence. I had to take my child out of school. That's how seriously they take attendance there. He was She wasn't a close enough relative to my child to get permission to go to her funeral. So I had to just risk the fine. Now, in the end, I didn't get fined, but the risk was still there. That's how serious it is. Someone says, I know teachers who take their kids out of school, take time off teaching themselves and go on holiday for cheaper rates before summer. Could they do that? Hardly. Because they'd have to lie. I don't the, the know. Holidays I've are never long heard of that myself. No. But like I say, if you're going to do it, it's better to do it at the end of the year mm. than the start. Travel is a great educator, better than sitting in a classroom. Yeah. Well, but, it depends uh, on the parent. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what kind of holiday you're going on on the parent. But like I say, it is more workable now. You can get your teacher to assign homework. Your child can't email in that homework every day. Another one, I was a teacher yeah. for 37 years. Pupils on holidays can miss new topics in mathematics, uh, mm. especially, but also in other subjects. And yeah. mathematics is a building block. And look, you know, you, if you don't do the, the first chapter, you can't maybe do the third chapter or the fourth. we're seeing so many gaps now that kids aren't catching up on from the pandemic where they did miss time in school. I mean, it is so important if you can get your child to school to make sure they get in there. Okay, and finally, that question, which is occupying a lot of people, you know, that the holiday will cost me twice as much. Really, if we're to have a holiday this year, it's got to be out of taken out of school time. I think there is something there. I mean, we all know it is really expensive to go on holidays during the summer holidays, but... What is more important, the de- the good deal on the holiday or making sure your kid isn't struggling at school? I mean, you're going to have to end up paying on that too, aren't you? With grinds and extra work and stuff. So it's hard. But for me, as a parent and as a teacher, I would just say, if you're going to do it, just keep it to the end. <laughs> Don't, keep it to the end. Yeah, All yeah. right. Uh, Tina Regan, earlier's expert, co-host of the Zero Judgment Parenting <laughs> Podcast. Honey, you're ruining our kid. Thank you very much Thank uh, you, Pat. for Thanks joining for us. Me. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.